Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace and Tyler Hudson, where we meet together at the corner of truth and courage where we strengthen the saints to live that victorious, abundant life. We are continuing our study on anger today and hope you will remain with us to learn how you can overcome this besetting sin with the help of God's Word. If we are honest, many of us would have to admit that anger is a sin that often trips us up. It can erupt sometimes with the slightest offense, and we feel bad after we acted in anger. Today's show was originally aired in March of this year, and because we had a lot of positive feedback about those shows that we are going to replay them this week. By the way, you can always re-listen to our broadcast online at our website, fortressoffaith.com. You can forward them to your friends and pastor with a simple click. Also, online, you can send us your feedback about the broadcast. We always love to hear from our listeners. If you wish, you can call and leave a voicemail by calling 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. Then select option 2. Anger is one of those strongholds and you might feel there is no use in trying to control it. But stay with us for the next few minutes to learn how God can deliver you from this besetting sin. Here now are our hosts, Tom and Tyler. Let's get back to the topic of, of, of anger. And it's a serious issue. Is mm-hmm. You know, as I said, when I was pastoring, I, I found that was probably the number one root problem there. And uh, we have this passage in Ephesians chapter 4 that uh, tells us, Be ye angry and sin not. And it's a controversial topic, I've, I've found, and my... Yeah, there's some different interpretations. I have some very good friends, and we brushed into this last, you know, yesterday when we were talking about it, and I just didn't feel I had a good <clears throat> a time to, to break this down. And I'm not um, saying my friends are necessarily wrong, but I get a little uh, anxious and uh, a, a little uncomfortable when I, when I feel that someone is trying to make the Greek stretch a, uh, to their interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, I feel, in that. and I feel that's being done a little bit with this verse. And they're saying, because I have good friends who will say, this verse is not saying what it says. Okay. Yeah. Now when they start off with that, that bothers me. Yeah. I know the Bible says this, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the and uh, one of the rules of what we call hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the uh, the science of interpretation. And one of the general rules is this: when the plain sense makes common sense, look for no other sense. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first rules of of uh, hermeneutics. And I've always added at the end: if you look for any other sense, else you'll have nonsense. Mm-hmm. And it often leads a person to uh, a bit of nonsense in their interpretation of the Bible. We need to be careful how we do that. And uh, some are suggesting that this verse says it does that. It's it. They take the position it's it's always sin when you get angry. Always, mm-hmm. always sin when you get angry. And you say, well, well, God had wrath. God had sin. Are you saying that it, that God sinned? Yeah. Oh no, no, because God, you know, different from us, and He has righteous anger. You and I cannot have that. I'm not. I'm not comfortable with that interpretation. I don't. I think the plain sense here is this: 
be angry. There are going to times that you'll have a spurt of anger. Yeah. It will, you'll have a little bit of spillage of it. That bucket of emotion that, you know, once it gets stirred up and becomes volatile, some will spill over the edge. The example I gave yesterday was if I came up and just smacked you. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to awaken me an emotion of happiness and love and peace. It's going to be like, you know, uh, you know, you better wash my hand. It's yeah. coming you know, coming your way. But after I heard what you were going to do to that drunkard, I might not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you that, keep bringing that up. That, I tell you what, I should never have confessed <laughs> that to you. But my, my listeners would have been more forgiving than yeah, you. I, I have, we haven't talked about forgiveness yet. That's for next episode. <laughs> but no, really, if I was to do that, though, I think that would be an example. I mean, it would make me angry. It, 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 we have an eruption, and that's the thing that, you know, about anger. It can erupt, uh, seems like, with very little at times to uh, to evoke it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, and there are sometimes there are people that you know they just love pushing that button to ev- invoke anger in us. And sometimes it's our kids, you know, they kind of know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> you know, anger... I, I'm not so sure if their interpretation is correct. Now, I do believe that some people will look at that passage and use it as license. Oh, the Bible says, be ye angry. You know, so it's okay for me to be angry. Anger is a very dangerous emotion and will not uh, sometimes lead to sin. Often, will lead a person to an action. Let me go back to my example, my confession. Here, uh, you know, it's late. That poor guy. <laughs> and, you know, and I tried, I mean, for over an hour. I really know, did the, think that was years ago when you first told me that story. No, no, this is just, this just recently <laughs> happened. And so, you know, and I just, uh, you know, uh, bang on that guy's door, and he opens up, you know. my uh, Before, when I'm in my room, being angry in my mind, all that emotion is there, mm-hmm. but I allowed my action to go beat on someone's door and threaten him. I'm going to knock your lights out if you don't shut up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, type of thing there. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, man, I went back to my room just feeling rotten over my actions. Yeah. Because it, and that's what sin does. And if you have the Holy Spirit in you, your conscience then evokes and said, and it accuses us in Romans chapter three. It accuses or excuses us, and because uh, God's law was written in, you know, on my heart and in your heart and everybody's heart, we know when we've done wrong. We kind of feel that oh, that was a terrible feeling. That uh, guilt mm-hmm. rose up. You're wrong for what you just did. It led to sin. Yeah, it led to sin. And uh, so there's many times that I've had anger, but it hasn't fallen through with sin. That time it did, and boy, felt rotten about it. So let me ask you a direct question, yeah. and then I want to have just my little, very small two cents there. So I'm going to ask you a direct question. Can you be angry then and not be in sin? Because that's the argument with this yeah. verse. I, it, it's my understanding. As best I understand you know, this scripture, um, yeah, I believe we can be angry, <clears throat> but very dangerous. Yeah. It can lead us to sin. So don't use it as license. And, and let me say this. Um, Theologians yeah. will fight about this topic. I've seen it. I, I've, been, I've, I want to say I've been involved in it, but I've, I've preached about it and, and had someone say, no, that's not, you know. 
-hmm. you can't be angry and not be insane, all that different stuff. So I, I've, I've, I've seen that before. But let me say this. Instead of fighting about if that's sin or not, I think we're missing the important thing that God wants us to deal with, which is how to deal with those things when it happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think God really wants yeah. us to sit here and be like, hey, is this sin or not sin? Or, I mean, we know angry is not, anger is not a good thing. It leads to sin. But the important thing that I believe God is trying to tell us here, and it actually, let's finish the verse, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Yeah. Right? So what God's really dealing with or talking about here isn't about us figuring out which one of us is right about sin or not. I don't, in my opinion, that's not that's not it. But it's about how do you deal with it when it happens. That's what God wants us to focus on. Because there's going to be times in your life where you are going to be provoked to be in, uh, angry. And God cares about the way that you deal with it from that point forward. Yeah. So you, uh, we, we were talking about this for today's show three ways we can react to it how do we deal with that yes okay so three there's, there's only three ways you can respond or deal with anger uh, the first one is to internalize the anger now this is a person that uh, allows ang this is a person that doesn't respond hastily in other words uh, when I do something to anger you you don't talk about it to me right then and there what you do is you drop a penny in the bucket is, is how I like to describe it and then every time somebody does something there's another penny that gets dropped in the bucket you never deal with it you never talk to them about it and what it does is it builds up and then one day I do something that's really not even a big deal and you erupt and you just completely go you've you've yeah. seen people do this right yeah and it's because that they're internalizing their anger they're they're allowing their anger not to be dealt with at all, not to be talked about at all. They just kind of keep it to themselves. They isolate mm -hmm. themselves. But eventually those pennies begin to build up and your bucket starts to overflow yeah. and erupts. And these pennies are offenses. Offenses yes. that, you know, you, you did wrong to me. You said this wrong to me. You said you didn't do this or whatever. Builds up, builds up, builds up. I call it, you know, filling up your gunny sack. You yes. know, we just keep filling it and then before you know it, explosion occurs. Well, what, what did I do? Man? Yeah. You, you're, you're reacting inappropriately to what you think. You know, it's a it's accumulation of things. So yeah. internalizing, and that leads to bitterness we talked about yesterday. How else can we, we react? The other way is to, to ventilate the anger. So this is a person that doesn't bottle anything up ever. Every single time they're offended or in anger, they lash out right away. So this is yeah. the... This is the father of the home that, like you said, when they see their kid being directly disobedient, they don't say, hey, go to your room. Let me have a, you know, to give yourself a minute to ventilate. They just take it out on their kids right away. So this is a person that, uh, I tell you, there's a verse that says, he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. Hmm. That's a very important verse, okay? If you, if you are a person who, are, who is reactive, you, you basically, you're offended and you're instantly hasty and you, you, you act on it. And I'll be honest, I fall into this category sometimes. I'm telling myself a little bit here. Instead of taking a step back, you know, praying about God, helping you with your, your spirit on that, you, you instead just inflict your anger on the people around you. And that is what destroys homes. That's what destroys families. What's the, what's the third? The third? The third way to deal with it is the solution. And that's what we're going to start getting into uh, with our show here. And so the third way to deal with it is to deal with it deal with the problem spiritually so number one uh, there's many different things mentioned on here on how to deal with it spiritually number one is examine your expectations okay Psalms chapter 62 and verse 5 my soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him what okay do you mean? what's an expectation one of the I've found one of the number one reasons why mar marriages have conflict or struggle or anger in a marriage is because of unnecessary expectations placed on a spouse okay 
I, I'll give you an example. I expect my wife to have dinner ready when I get home from work. Okay, that's not an actual thing, but, but, it's, but this is an example of it. And, and so maybe she has something that happens with the kids or something that I don't know about, some big thing. And so she didn't get to have dinner ready or when I got home. she expects you to throw your dirty clothes in the, in the hamper yeah. and not How on dare the floor? Her? How dare her? Okay. I mean, yeah. you, come on, dear. Yeah, okay, I understand now. Dinner's so, but, but here's what we do. We, we go around to the, people, the different people that we have in our life, and we place all these unnecessary expectations on them. And, and that can only do two things. Either one, they're going to do what your expectation is, therefore everything's even kill. Or two, they let you down on their expectation, and now you have anger be, being prevalent because they did not do what you expected them to do. All right. Well, we're going to have to unpack more of that in tomorrow's broadcast because uh, I think it's important we get into these solutions. It's been great to be with you here on the radio, and we hope you'll join us again tomorrow at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you. We've got a few moments before the end of the broadcast. I want to take this time to give you an update on our spring fundraising campaign. Thank you for all those who gave. We are almost there at the end. We're about $7,000 shy of our $20,000 goal. First of all, thank you again to those of you who've already given. And maybe you're out there who been thinking, well, you know, uh, I'd like to help out, but didn't do so. And now's your opportunity. And you can give safely, securely online at FortressOfFaith.com, FortressOfFaith.com. Or you can give us a call today, 800-616-0082. Again, that number is 800-616-0082. Select option one. And we'll get to your call. And thank you so much for your help. And we'll be back with you again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.